Welcome to the Dr. Obedovinga Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith, and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. The more I know you, the more I want to know you, Jesus, more of you. The more I know you, the more I want to know you, Jesus, more of you. I want more of you, Jesus. I want more of you, Jesus, the more I know you, the more I want to know you, Jesus, more of you. Spirit, sing it out. Cause I want, I want more of you, Jesus. The more I know you, the more I want to know you, Jesus. More.
Breakthrough Morning Devotion. Today is going to be very transformative. We started a series yesterday and I'm poised under the anointing to be a blessing to you. God bless you, Missionary Fee, Missionary Eugene. It's always a pleasure to share this platform with you as we bless the nations and the many numbers we don't even know we are touching out there. Today, I want to touch on a very, one may call it sensitive, one may call it deep, one may call it secret, however you seek to call it. And I'll just be very glad if the eyes going into my, the light going into my eyes are just reduced a bit for me. Yes. But before I say anything, I want us to pick up our Bibles. I want us to come to 1 Timothy chapter 4, the verse 15. 1 Timothy. We'll start from verse 14. Verse 14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. Which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. All right. Meditate upon these things. Meditate upon, upon these, things. these things. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. Hmm. Meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them that your profiting may appear unto all. When you look at the verse of scripture, you realize from the verse 13 and 14 that he was talking about how we meddle in prophecy. First of all, there was a written prophecy in verse 13, and verse 14 was a spoken prophecy. So in verse 13, he says, till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. Now, what has been written in the Bible is a sure word of prophecy. Then what has been spoken by the prophets to you is the transmission of personal prophecy. Now, whether it's the sure word of prophecy or the transmission of personal prophecy to you, it is only activated on the premise of meditation. I take it again. Now, he says, till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, and now he says to doctrine, sure word of prophecy, what has been written. Then now he says, 
Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was transmitted to you by prophecy through the laying on of my hands. Personal prophecy. Then now he says, meditate on these things. Then he climaxes by saying that your profiting would appear unto all. Today I'm talking about the mighty tool of meditation. The power of meditation. Now, meditation profits. And anybody that understands the technique of making meditation to be profitable, soon to come, your profiting will appear unto all. It is like somebody who decides to exercise every day. When you start out, nobody sees it. Till a period of time, probably three months into six months, then everybody now realizes that you're doing something. What exactly are you doing? Then you may now want to tell them, oh, it's because I've been exercising, I've been working out on the treadmill, or I've been running, or I've been regulating my diet. When you start out, even to you, you can see it. And nobody sees it. And there are times you would still be looking at yourself in the mirror and you will not even see the changes. So somebody who had seen you probably three months or six months down the lane meets with you and says, it's like you're changing. And then you go like, really? <laughs> I, I didn't even realize it. Why? Because the exercise you have been undertaking in the flesh is now telling and it's appearing unto all. And you now realize that, oh, so you were profiting by the exercises that you were engaging. Now, the word of God speaks concerning spiritual exercises. And meditation is one of the many spiritual exercises. But the beauty of our meditation is that meditation Climaxes prophecy, whether it is sure of prophecy, whether it is personal prophecy. If you meditate on them and you give yourself wholly to them, he says, Your profiting would appear unto all. Now, remember that there are two aspects to meditation you are either meditating in the word reading the word, giving attendance to the reading, to the doctrine, to the exhortation of the word, to the messages that you've been hearing, you give attendance to them, you meditate on the word. Then there is also meditation on the inner gifts. He said, neglect not the gift that is in thee. So if a man would give a Tendance to the inner gifts, soon people will realize that something is going on. Something particularly is happening to this person. And most of the times, you will not even know that you are bearing fruits already till the testimonies begin to pour in. At a good time, I'll share some of the milestones I have chalked in ministry 
by giving attendance to various techniques of meditation. There is what rainbow meditation has brought me in my ministry. There is what warfare meditation. I have testimonies upon testimonies. And usually I don't even, I mean, the know till people around realize that something, pastor, something has changed about you. And you're like, hmm, it's the anointing. <laughs> it's the grace of God. But you see, for you on the inside, you and God know what you've been doing. But the fruits are telling and it's appearing unto all. So for all the kinds of meditations that we've been dealing with, they have your fruits that they produce. Today, starting from yesterday, we're dealing with a topic that is meditation for longevity. Meditation for longevity. Now, if you believe by prophecy and you claim by prophecy that long life is your heritage, it only profits you if you meditate on it. Now, a person they go into the scriptures and gather for himself what the word of God says about long life, meditate in it, and the person may profit by that. Another person may want to find out the gifts in what deposited inside of you by which you can meditate to activate for the profiting of that deposit of God. I take it again. There is long life by the show of prophecy, by the word of God. You read the word, you gather all the scriptures about long life. With long life will I satisfy thee. You go into the scriptures. Now you meditate on what has been written in the scriptures and it profits you. That's one. Remember that you can approach prophecy by personal prophecy or by the sure word of prophecy. The sure word of prophecy is what the prophets were inspired to pin down so that no part or portion of scripture is a private interpretation. It is straight to the point. It covers all. And the interpretation is sure. It's just the sure word of prophecy. Then, Peter also says that there is the morning star on the inside of you. And that if you give attention to the morning star, the day spring on the inside of you, he also says that that also will profit. So, come to think of it. How do I activate the sure word of prophecy? I showed you already, by the word of God. How do I also activate the personal word of prophecy for longevity? That's why we are here. Want to find out the deposit of personal prophecy on my inside. Second Peter 1.19 says, He says, We have also a more sure word of prophecy. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well. Now watch this. When it comes to prophecy, you need to give attendance. Just like Paul says, just like Peter says, 
He says, where unto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. That is a kind of prophecy. God, a kind of meditation. God will you. I may come and show us how to meditate in the word of God. How do you meditate in the word? I'm not talking about the one you revolve in your mind. No. That, that one is, you're scratching the surface. You haven't even tapped the depths of meditation. How do you go into the word to catch a revelation that bears fruits in your life and in the life of your hearers? That's for another time. We're dealing with another kind of meditation, which is personal meditation for the activation of long life. All right. Now, if that is well settled, you see, usually when it comes to Christianity, if you are not well brought up in Christian, in Christian faith, you just pour out the practices. But I was not raised that way. I was raised to have a background in the word. Back everything you say with the word. I could just go ahead and show you, okay, if you want to meditate for longevity, just do this and this and this, and that's it. But somebody says, how do you back all that you're saying up in the word of God? Where is the biblical proof? On what do I stand? And so that's how come I take time off to go back just to show you one practice. For instance, I could have just brought seven colors and said that if you want to meditate on the rainbow, just fo focus on red, go orange, go yellow, go green, go blue, go indigo, go violet. That is the um, rainbow meditation. But how do you see rainbow meditation in the Bible? Then uh, people go like, okay, so if it's in the Word, then I go for it. So it releases people to now receive the Word because faith is not by your experience, but faith is by the Word of God. So just exercise patience with me, and let me give you a background depth in the Word of God of the things that I'm about to share with you. So now we've established, number one, there is a share word of prophecy, written Word of God. Number two, there is personal prophecy, the gift that has been placed in you by the laying on of hands, now, the laying on of hands is not what deposited the gift, but rather what activated the gift. You see, there is a message of prophecy. You've been carrying it in the volume of the books since you came into this world. God gave everything to you that you're supposed to be and see. By laying on of hands, there is activation. Okay, now, if you got that, how do I activate to the full? so that I see the manifestation of my personal prophecy. Now, we want to zoom into longevity, long life, meditating for longevity, prolonged life. How do I do it? Remember that according to the book of Job, he says that the secret of strength and the force of life is in the belly. The book of Job, the chapter 40, he says that 
His strength is in his loins and his force in the navel of his belly. We read that in the Message Bible in the ISV. Lo now, his strength is in his loins and his force is in the navel of his belly. ISV says. Yes. Now take a look at the strength. Yes. That he has in his loins. He has strength in his loins. And in the muscles of his abdomen. And in the muscles of his abdomen. That sets the tone for what we want to talk about. Message Bible. Yes. Just look at the strength of his back. The powerful muscles of his belly. The powerful muscles of his belly. Now, so from here, we know that strength and the force of life is in the belly. Jesus said, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. That is what Jesus says. So the spirit dwells in our belly. He is right in here, seated here. That is the residence of the Holy Spirit. Now, how do I activate longevity? By meditation. That's the question. The word of God says, be still and know that I'm God. The word of God says, the Lord is in his holy temple. One, where is the temple of God? The temple of God is not the church you've been sitting in. The temple of God is your body. Your body is the temple of God. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. So, this is my temple. By silence, the Lord is in this temple. And everybody knows that the word of God says, you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Don't you know that the Holy Spirit dwells in you? 1 Corinthians 6.19 Yes. It's what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? So, your body, this your body, that is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Which is in you. And where is he? He is in you. Which ye have of God. Which you have of God. And ye are not your own. Now watch how Jesus puts Holy Ghost in your belly. He said, the water that I shall give him, it shall be in him a well. <laughs> and then he said it springs up unto life eternal then he also says he that believeth on me and the scripture has said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water and the word of God says this he speak of the Holy Ghost John 7 39 but this he speak of the spirit of God with they which should believe should receive. So now, when we receive the Holy Spirit, he comes to live in this temple and he makes this our body, his temple. Get that? 
So when I tell you to move certain portions of your body, I'm actually telling you to move the temple of the Holy Ghost. Number two, the Holy Spirit was given to man to live inside of him. The residence of the Holy Spirit was given to him as water to drink. Then I ask you one last question. When you eat food, it goes into your guts. When you drink water, it goes into, talk to me, which portion of your belly. When you drink water, takes the water. <laughs> when you drink water, how do you excrete water? Through urine. Yes. Now, that portion that holds the urine, where is it? It's in your loins. Your, it's in your loins right here. So now, watch this. The Holy Spirit of God, I'm taking you somewhere soon. He is resident in your belly, but he's founded in your loins. This is the reason why Jesus Christ, watch this, he looks within the temple of man and approves that this one is of him when he searches your rings. So Holy Spirit, who is living in you, Jesus validates that you belong to him when he does a temple search. When Jesus does a temple search from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, he validates in the revelation of Jesus Christ that you are his own by examining your reigns. He said, for I am he that searcheth the reins. That is to say, your loins. Revelation 2, 23. Mm. And I will kill her children with death, mm. and all the churches shall know that I am he. I am which searcheth the reins. I search the reins. And the hearts. Hold on. So now, Holy Spirit, he lives within us, in our hearts, in our belly, in our reins. I am he that set check the reins and hearts. Where is the reins? The reins has to do with the loins, the kidneys, the liver, all of that region. That is the reins. We're talking about the mystery of life. We're looking at how to prolong our life through meditation. I'm giving you scriptural background. Now get this. When Jesus examines this temple, he searches the reins and the heart. The Bible says, and he will give unto everyone according to your works. The reins is the seat of passion. It is the seat that locomotes every passion of yours. Taking it slowly. So, let's go over what we've done so far. Number one, we meditate on the sure word of prophecy. Number two, we meditate on the personal word of prophecy that we've received. Three, the sure word of prophecy is from the Holy Spirit. Personal word of prophecy is from the Holy Spirit. We want to meditate this time not on the sure word of prophecy. We want to meditate this time on the personal word of prophecy. Where is the personal word of prophecy? The personal word of prophecy is what is 
inside of us, says Apostle Paul. Now, how do we go inside of us? Know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Where is the residency of the Holy Spirit within our body? He is in our belly. Which part of our belly is the Holy Spirit residing in our reins? Remember that the force of life is between the navel and then it is also in your loins. Seated here is the reins all the way to your back. Is the reins from your navel go round to your back. That whole area speaks of your reins. If you've got that, then we are in for an explosion. Get this. Get this. Don't miss me out. Get this. Must I go over? <laughs> I need to go over it again quickly. Show it of prophecy. Personal word of prophecy. Show the prophecy is what has been written. Personal prophecy is what has been deposited inside of you. Inside where? You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit lives where? In your belly. Where is his foundation? Your navel and your loins. And around that place is your reins. Jesus, he searched the reins. Now watch this. The strength is in the muzzle of your abdomen. Get this. So yesterday I taught you a technique. When you're breathing in, you have to push in your abdominal muscle. And when you're breathing out, don't push out the abdominal muscle. Push it in. If a person is strong at the abdominal muscle, he has six packs. We also have six packs spiritually. It's there. So when people want to tighten their muscle, especially women that have given birth, when they want to make their tone, they now would use toners, they would put um, um, garments there, push their belly back, do um, belly works and corsets and all of that. That's fine. Please get this. Now, let me quickly do a biological perspective and show you what to do by way of technique. Do you know that this world as we have it, at every rotation of the earth, we have one is to four per every rotation of the earth. I want you to get this well. Within this rotation of the earth, your body is also going through a similar kind of rotation. Inside your belly is a nerve, which is the turn-on key to your mind. Inside your belly, there is a nerve. It is the turn-on key to your mind. It is the longest nerve when we look at the 12 cranial nerves, it is the longest nerve. It is known as the wandering nerve. W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G. The wandering nerve. Watch this. Anybody that controls the wandering nerve will now be able to control his wandering mind. I take it again. Anybody that controls the wandering nerve will be able to control his wandering mind mind. What is the wandering nerve? You can, I said yesterday, I said that what I'm talking about has a whole research aspect to what I was told by the Lord Jesus. I confirmed it from the word of God. I confirmed it by research. I confirmed it 
by experience and by practice. And it works, people. It works. The wandering nerve is also what is known in biology as a vagus nerve. V-A-G-U-S. The vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is also what is referred to as the pneumogastritic nerve. So we're looking at one nerve having three names. The wandering nerve, the vagus nerve, and the pneumogastritic nerve. In ancient times, the vagus nerve was called the pneumogastritic nerve because it is the longest nerve that controls all parasympathetic activities of the body. Somebody says, what is this? <laughs> Relax. In your body, you have your brain and you have your spine. Those two are referred to as a central nervous system. The brain and the mind is referred to as the central nervous system. Apart from the brain and the mind, the brain and the spine, there are other nerves that are referred to as peripheral nervous system. Within the peripheral nervous system, let's run down, forget about all the biology and all of that, there is what is referred to as the autonomic system of the nerves. Within it is the sympathetic and parasympathetic nerves. What is sympathetic nerves? When you are in activity under stress, that is what makes, for instance, if you are there, and have you ever seen a man that says his leg is hurting and immediately a dog appears, he forgets his pain and runs. There is an energy storehouse that numbs the pain and he will tell you he forgot he even had pain. That one is as a result of the sympathetic nerves. They work for fight and flight. That is how come Mojasho That's how come in moments of fierce anger, an unassumed person might be able to punch someone to death. It's because of the activity of those nerves at that time. And such situations, for instance, there's a very low wall, a very tall wall, that under normal circumstances you will not be able to scale past. But in the moment of fear, in the moment of tragedy, in the moment where life is beckoning, you will be able to scale past that wall. It's because of the activity of this storehouse of energy. Now, that storehouse of energy was bought or you fetched or utilized that storehouse of energy within you. Do you know that that ability has been lying in you all the while that you can jump and scale a wall? That is how come somebody can jump from the third floor of a story building, land on the ground, and not suffer any pain. It is as a result of the storehouse of energy within you. But if you are told that you should just jump this by looking at it and considering it, you would not be able to jump. 
But within you is a storehouse of energy that can do that. Okay, if you got that. Now we come to the parasympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic nervous system is what controls you when you are relaxed, when you are resting, and when you eat food. The digestion within your belly is as a result of the parasympathetic nervous system. And in some days, what we are talking about, there's a certain residence, a storehouse of energy in you that you probably have no idea about. Now, in moments of intense tragedy, intense fear, where the situation is that of life and death, you realize that this energy just bursts forth within you, and you are able to undertake an activity which hitherto you wouldn't have been able to. Now, Fadia, when you must say, and you know what dream unquam, in Timmy Timmy B. Ewa would nip a dream one, a free would trim any with him you, a cool raw with Yemua, a yes, a edgeman. Now, I want you to understand that this intense activity that bursts for suddenly is not only resident in the mind. There's an entire connection of nerves that connect through your skull, through your head, even into your belly that are responsible for this sudden burst of energy. Now, sir, now also there's another classification of these things. What they do is that in a moment of relaxed activity, where for instance you've eaten, you're just silent, you're just still, they are responsible for undertaking those internal processes that ensure that your life goes the way it should go. So when a person is not under stress and the person is relaxing, so in that moment of relaxation, there are those nerves that also function whilst you are relaxed. There's a lot I have to teach scientifically and biologically, but because of time and because I want to take you into the actual practice of meditation, that will cause this storehouse of energy to become a reality in your practicality. I'll crash it and go on to the practice. There are some special phenomena that you cannot comprehend. For instance, in the situation of a fight, someone might be cut, his skin might be thrust with a sword, with oozing blood. However, this person, regardless of that pain that you would have thought he should feel, can just go on, take revenge, and even to the extent, kill whoever was the one he was fighting with. This thing is as a result of this storehouse of energy that is resident in man, and I want to show you how to access that energy. 
So when you must say, Obi beti mi a cooperation room, ni e bi na kumem, ni a ye na kumem huwejuma, e wa abra doctor, emfa pani bi a mono se, e yawa obi experience no onambe, sa kwa ene na mpesa mechire wa. It is the usual phenomenon when, when certain surgical operations are undertaken, the patients are put under anesthesia. Sir. Do you know that there are people who could undertake certain delicate surgical operations, such as even incisions in the heart, without anesthesia? I want to show you how this is done. You bet doctor, Further delicate procedures, such as opening the skull, such as cutting through the eye, can be undertaken without anesthetic interventions. Now let me show you something. You'll notice that once someone is threatening you to bring a needle close to you with the activity of piercing it, and if you have to be pierced with that, there's a sudden reaction that goes on. However, it's not in your consciousness. This is what I want to teach you so that you can meditate with it. At once, you realize that you put your teeth together. You sort of clench your teeth. <laughs> That kind of feeling causes you to contract all muscles everywhere at the same time. And unknown to you, the portion, the muscles that you contract the most are your belly muscles. So you notice that in such situations, for instance, if you are, the doctor is drawing your blood, you're afraid of injections and you are going to be injected, you realize that all of a sudden you contract all muscles in your body, especially those in your belly area. And sometimes with that experience, you realize that you take in a deep breath, contract all muscles that you have conscious control over, especially those in your belly area. You go through the experience of the piercing or the cutting, and once that experience is over, you breathe out and release the muscles in your body. I want to show you how to use this to your advantage in the spirit. So when you must say, you know, the moment you breathe in, the see the pneumogastriatic nerve instantly gets vibrated. Interestingly enough, this phenomenon that I've just described, anytime in such a moment your muscles contract, especially those within your belly area, the pneumogastric nerve I've spoken about will contract. Na inyabane Diaphragm, lungs, heart, brain. No, I lock you. Omu yina prekupo. No, chu omu yina ejina ho. That's how it works. This is how this pneumogastric nerve functions. In such a situation, as I've described, 
when all your muscles contract, causing that neurogastric nerve to also contract, it connects and links with a communication channel to your diaphragm, to your brain, to your spine, and causes all of them to be in still motion, not to move. When the Bible says, be still, <laughs> that's what it means. It does not mean, no, that's not what it means. Be still. That means hold everything at ransom. Tag in. Make sure you tuck in, you hold yourself, and then you remain still. It is not just only a matter of just saying, okay, that's not what he meant. You would need to hit that nerve on your inside. It is the turn on key. So when a person breathes in and tags in his belly, please, this is science, but then it's interpreted by the word of God. The moment you tag in, you turn on that key. And when you turn on that key, the thoughts you had on your mind before you turn it on is the only thought that remains. Your mind cannot wander because you have hit the wandering nerve and you have connected the wandering nerve to activate unconsciously Everything to be set in line for a certain manifestation. And now we go into the technique of this meditation. Now hear this. The average human being, this is where you have to start from, basis, takes in 12 to 20 breaths per minute, averagely, every human being. In one minute, you would breathe 12 times. So between 12, 12 is the minimum, and 20 is the maximum. Where there is no disease, there is no sickness, everything is normal, you do 12 to 20. But on the mean, most people do 18 breaths per minute. 18 breaths per minute. So they breathe in. Without knowing, then they breathe in again. So in one minute, they do 18 breaths. I want you to see something. Now hear this. In four minutes, the air turns one degree. In four minutes. The air turns one degree. In four minutes. <laughs> hear this. The moment you appreciate what I'm talking about, in one minute, there is 72 hearts beats per minute. I said 18 breaths per minute. Then there is a heart rate, which is different from your breath. I'm talking about two different things. I'm talking about the heartbeat rate, which is the rate at which your heart is beating. Yes. And then the rate of your breath, which yes. is the rate at which you inhale and exhale. So, watch this. The lungs behind the heart, to the right and to the left, and the hearts there, are correlating. All are beating centers. Whilst your heart is beating, 
your lungs too are beating. There is a drumming in your lungs and there is a drumming in your heart. You want to sink it. If by avenue of strength you'll be 70, what was Moses talking about? Heart and lungs. When a person dies, two things drop. He stops breathing, his heart fails. He now goes brain dead. He's gone. When a person dies, he stops breathing. Lungs fail. Hearts fail. Brain dead. He's gone. So jai homia. Akrawano ensusu jai jumaye. Akumano esizi. Again juma wewu. This is how death occurs. Breath ceases. Your heartbeat stops functioning. Your brain also stops functioning. Then you depart. Sa seventy two na me dema osisiano. Now understand that 72 is a spiritual number. This heartbeats, the number of heartbeats per minute being 72 is actually a spiritual number. Do you know that before God, there are 72 recognized nations? Okay, Moses, there are 72 nations in this world. Now, from that place, Please get this. This is a technique in the Jabi Brebine. I wish I could teach you at once what the technique is, but you need to go through this foundation to understand what is being done. Floor director, I say, Mraso. Any man in Chiraway. It's Rasem, no. Chubuka, no ato, no atiasi. My floor director says, Time is up. I'm going to teach you the technique. Put all of this bank of knowledge, this world of knowledge, into a book. Make sure you get it to understand the practice that you undertake. Practice one. We know, the average human being takes 18 breaths per minute. If you want to change your life, and you do three breaths per minute, every sickness in this world will die out of your body. It doesn't matter what sickness it is. It will leave your body. Well, please take that again. <laughs> I, I have a whole bank of biblical information to prove and to have walked you through. I'll put it in a book. I'm saying that if you do three breaths in a minute, every sickness in your body, HIV, cancer, whatever, if you do three breaths in a minute, every sickness will run away. So, but does, are you, you mean that if three breaths per minute becomes your normal way of life, or if you're able to freeze yourself for one minute and take three breaths, every sickness will disappear? I want to understand that. This is the reason why I needed to take my time and walk you through, sir, before I bring you here. Because I need to teach you on the great year the astronomical year and what is happening in the zodiac and how it affects your body by way of meditation. Anyway, I'll answer you. Make a practice of doing this three times every day in a matter of 10, 20, 30 minutes. In the morning, do it. In the afternoon, do it. In the evening, do it. Do it for seven days. Do it for 21 days. 
At most 40 days, every sickness will leave your body. Yentunchia, Ayafama Dancy, Ebra, Namfabeshe Radian Yonyam. If you are able to undertake this practice of holding your breath within a minute to three breaths per minute, you do this morning, afternoon, evening, for seven days, for 14 days, for 21 days, for at most 40 days, I assure you, every single disease in your body will leave. Do it and bring testimonies. And easy. It's not an easy thing. Three breaths, Three one breaths minute. Three minute. It's not easy. Honorable one say, we are no adding. That means you breathe in and out within 20 seconds. Yes, in 20 seconds, you hold your breath. Then you do the technique I showed you yesterday. Then you pull it out. Then you hold your breath again, 20 seconds. Pull it out. Do it like that, 20 seconds. Pull it out. This one is for the Then you repeat it like that for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You are done. And now listen. Should I say this? Okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> if you want... Okay. I drop that. Let me show you the next one. If you do four to five breaths per minute, you will understand the Bible like never before. Every spiritual truth that is explained, you will get it. A lot of people, because they don't meditate, they don't understand spiritual things. Four to five breaths, if you do it as a lifestyle, every spiritual matter, your mind will open up to grasp it. If you do five to six breaths per minute, you will understand every course in this world. There is no classroom teaching that you will not be able to understand. I'm showing you why people use meditation to write exams. There is, listen, let somebody sit behind a book. For These are things I have done. Whilst I was in school, I wasn't wasting my time reading and reading. No, no. I know there are a lot of time of reading. I study my books, but before I study, I do my meditation. The moment I finish my 30 minutes meditation, I come by the book, the world opens. That's all. I'm telling you practical things. So if you're a student, just write this down. If your problem is academics, you say, what do you dreaming with meditation, I won't enter. If you've been told that you are brain dead, you've been told that you are not smart, you are dumb, it's because you are not meditating. And that take this practice, you'll spark that. Activity. I'm saying this one, and may God confirm it with mighty testimony. In the name of Jesus. If you hold your breath, seven to nine breaths in one minute, you correct your DNA. Second cell, do it and see what God does. Make it a practice. Seven to nine breaths. You hold it. So you break the minutes down. Then you hold it. Then you release it. In one minute, do seven to nine breaths. Do it for 30 minutes. When you do that practice I'm showing you, every problem in your DNA 
by way of your body will be corrected. Sickle cell, all autoimmune, all of those things corrected by seven to nine breaths. If you do 10 to 20 breaths a day, you will have a normal day. You'll be like everybody in this world. <laughs> so if you are doing 18 breaths per, per day, your life will not change. You will not look like anything. You are just going to be looking like a normal human being. And number two, if you are never meditating, and so you, you always do the pushing breath, push out breath, you live a life full of troubles. Should I go over this? Yes, Papa. So how do I breathe? I showed you yesterday. When you breathe in, tag in, hold it down. And then when you are breathing out, watch this, don't push out your belly. Tag it inside and push out your breath. So for instance, see, my belly is tagged in. <laughs> yesterday when I went to Pastor Ben, I said, Nana, who we full of Show the belly. I said, show the belly. No, if we are here, so okay. So this is my belly out. This is my this is my belly in. Make your back straight. Breathe in. So this way, just be relaxed. You breathe in. Take it in, and then you push back. Hold it in, and now watch this. Then you count the number of minutes. Sorry, seconds that you want to go. So assuming you have the watch before you, please, this one is not for, um, how do we call it, focusing in the word or anything. You must have a watch that is ticking. Then when you get there, you now begin to breathe out. Now, but when you're breathing out, you don't breathe everything out by releasing your belly. You hold the belly in. And then you breathe out slowly in steps of seven. Then when everything comes up, you keep the belly in, breathe again, do it three times before you push out your belly. Then you go back again. So this is it. I'm doing it for you to see. Watch this. So I'm just going to do, because of time, five seconds. And then I'll push back five seconds and push back five seconds. And that'll be it. So watch this. This is my belly. I'm coming to breathe. Before I push down my belly. You see, at the start, you just do three. Don't do more. Don't be in a hurry to do three breaths. The more you practice, the more you practice. But make it an aim, a target. I'm working myself into prolonged life. 
the moment you do three breaths per minute in 30 minutes for 10 days, 21 days, 40 days, every sickness in your body, gone. Prolong life. And what makes people die? Because of sickness. So if you don't fall sick, I'm saying every sickness, it doesn't matter. Cellular diseases, DNA ailments, everything gone. So it's a practice you need to give yourself like three months to six months. You walk yourself through every morning, 30 minutes, do this. In the evening, 30 minutes, do this. Sickness is gone out of your life. Now people say that they watch my videos and I'm not growing. You could just go back and watch my videos. Three years pass, five years pass. And there is averagely no big significant change. My greatest secret, I miss a lot, is meditation. I said I missed a lot. Meditation. You will not age meditation. You would be strong meditation. How do I stand on my feet from morning till the next morning ministering to people? Meditation. It takes an inner strength to be able to do that. And yet if you do that outside of the spirit, you will age quickly. Yet I do that consistently and I'm not aging. Meditation. So please watch this. I go over again. Give yourself a target to begin doing 18 breaths per minute. Then you reduce it to 12. Then you reduce it to 7. At 7, you will know you're doing something. Then now you bring it back to 5. Then you bring it to 3. When you're able to do that, holding yourself in an atmosphere of the spirit, in calmness and in quietness, holding and tagging your belly in and holding it down, you'll be hitting a spot. And do you know what? Most people, when they hold themselves in like that, they will fall into a trance. I'm done. I won't say more than that. If you hold yourself in like that, you fall into a trance, and you begin to see things in the spirit about you. Meditational longevity. The grace of God be with you. So we meet again. Let's just do one minute or a moment of breathing in and breathing out. We'll do three and then off we go. So I'm leading you. Sit well, sit well, sit well. This is about longevity. This is about long life. So, just hold yourself in a position that is okay for you. Let us go. One, two, three. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As we take in the breath, we receive the life that activates longevity. In Jesus' name, amen. Breathe in, one, two, go, in. Yes. As you take in the breath, hit your highest, 
and then hold your belly in the muscles. Hold it in as much as you can. Tighten it. Then now, let me help you to breathe out, but don't push out your belly. Let's go. Three, not seven. Let's do three. Breathe out, but tag your belly in. One. Then come down again, two. Then come down again, three. But then this is where it gets difficult. Keep your belly in and breathe in. Again, yes. Then tag it in. Hold it in. Hold it in. Let's go out. Keep your belly tagged in. One. Drop it again. Two. Drop it again. Three. But hold your belly in. Let's do the third one. Breathe in as your belly is tagged in. Go deep. Breathe. Thank you, Jesus. Then as you've held yourself in like that, tag it in, in. Hold your belly in. Then now, slowly, let's do five breaths down. One, breathe out. Two, hey, Eugene. Three, four, five. Release it. Now release your belly. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> See you, Jimmy. <laughs> you are sweating. Yes, you sweat it out. It's it's serious exercise. Just do it. So you see, what I did is one. All that we did is just one. It's in one package. So you want to be able to do this over and over and over. And especially if you're not feeling well, you always feel sick, you always feel weak. There is a congenital disease. There is an issue in your blood, HIV, hepatitis, whatever they call it, cancer. Friend, don't stop your medication, but do this in addition. I know you love to pray to be healed. Keep praying, but do this one. Take your medication and bring testimonies. You'll be shocked. How meditation brings profits and it will appear unto all men. I love you. That's why I shared this with you. Many have kept this away from the masses for ages. But here, in a generation that we are in, I'm discipling you for Christ and I'm raising you in the cause of Christ so that we can touch the ends of the earth. God bless you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. We trust that you've been blessed with truth for life. Be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobing a Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.